0: of Matthew chapter 6 we're going to read from verse 31 to 33 Matthew chapter 6 I hope you have your holy bibles with you this morning this day some of you have your holy ipads and your not so holy iphones praise the lord and definitely the unholy samsungs I like doing business with apple, they said, Apple, they said it was an apple that was a fruit, but I don't know, amen. Matthew chapter six, amen. We're about to continue the um series that was started a lot last, last week, and this one is series called Seek First of the Kingdom of God and His Righteousness. And today's subtitle or sub theme is The Kingdom of. Needs disciples, or you have to be a disciple to seek first. Amen. I want to ask your neighbour: Are you a disciple, or you one of those whatever ones? You know the ever ones, ever ones that. Because some people, they say they're Christians, but you have to ask them: Are they following anyone? Amen. Because anyway, let me not get there right now. Um, Matthew 6 verse 31 to 33 and the word of God reads it says uh, therefore do not worry do not be overly concerned do not allow your mind to be taken up with, with, with what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for after these things the Gentiles, the pagans, the unbelievers people who are not connected to God that's what they seek after that's what they pursue for your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. Somebody said, "God knows what I need." Verse thirty-three says, "Jesus, Jesus, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things, and all these things, and all these things that people go after and seek after, shall be." Add it. Somebody say, add it <coughs> to me. Many times we read it says, say added to you. But I'm you have to personalize the word of God. You've got to give yourself some homework. <laughs> Amen. This refers to me. Let's pray. Father, in the wonderful, matchless name of Jesus Christ. We are gathered before you, Lord, as your children. We pray by the Spirit of the living God that you will speak. The word of God, by the grace of God, will mediate apprehend overtake us heavenly father renew our minds grant us the grace to embrace to accept and to discern what the spirit is saying to each and every one of us may your word find a place in our hearts the good soil of our hearts not the part where there's so much uh, 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 hard soil hard ground or it's stony or it's, it's too busy or it's too fawny. lord may your word find a place in the good soil, the noble soil of our hearts, where the seed of your word can not just take root, but be watered. And take root and grow and mature and bear fruit to your honor and to your glory. In the matchless wonderful name of Jesus, Lord, may there be divine inspiration today to our lives and hearts. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. Praise the Lord. Turn for your seed. seated, amen. Say, say to, to, uh, you need to be a disciple to seek the kingdom. Amen. Praise the Lord, and you may go ahead and be seated. <coughs> Amen. Just following up from last week. I'm not going to get too much. I'm not going to um, stress the first part of the text that we read. Um, you will have to get that on the podcast or the Podbean where we discuss um, concerns and what this world uh, uh, what this world seeks after. But we understand from the text that God obligates. Let me just start this timer. Amen. But we understand from the text that God obligates Himself to add into you. Amen. That, uh, that he, he gives a promise. He gives a promise that if there, He gives us a principle. He gives us uh, something to, to hold to, something to, 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 He gives us His word. How many know people know that when you hold to God's word, when you trust His word, Amen, that, that the promise always comes true? The Bible says God is not a man that He should lie, nor a son, or, 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 or son of man. Amen, or that 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 he should repent, amen. That that his word will always come true. He's, he's not like people. When God says something, he means he means it, and it comes to true. Galatians, book of Galatians says that whatever when when God says something, that the Bible says that God cannot be what mocked. When God says something, no one could ever, ever have the opp- will ever, ever have the opportunity of turning around and saying, God said this, so I obeyed it, and it never came to pass. That's what the scripture means, that God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will reap. Amen. If you sow to the Spirit, you, re- you reap life, and e- life everlasting. If you sow to the flesh, you, re- you, re- you reap death and destruction. God will not be mocked. There are certain principles that God has laid out in His Word. There are certain promises that God has laid out in His Word, and if we... Come, somebody said, me. We, the people of God, trust him. Somebody said trust. Have faith in him. Amen. Then his word, his promise will come to pass. So here he gives us a principle. He said, listen... In this world, in this, gen- in, this, in this generation, there are two types of people. There are two denominations of people. There are Gentiles, pagans, and such. And then there are the children of God. Amen. They are, they are those who are in relationship with God. Those who are born again. Come on, somebody say born again. Amen. Those who are new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. And he says there has to be a, 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 dis- a distinct Um, difference. There has to be a conflict, uh, a contrast with respect to how they live How they pursue life, he says. The Gentiles, amen. They're taken up with their concerns, they're taken up with their worries, they're taken up with what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, where to live. They're taken up with things and troubles and tribulations and trials things that have taken place in their life, amen. uh, uh, Take uh, that concern them, their minds and their hearts, their vocation, their energy. Come on, somebody, takes. Takes it, it takes their energy. It takes their life. Come on, somebody. And he goes on to say that, listen, that is not to you. Listen, God knows. He says your Father in heaven knows what's, what's taking place in your life, knows what you need, knows what needs to be restored, what needs to be healed, what, me, what needs to be made better. He says God has got up, but, but then he says but. Somebody say but. But means that cancel all that out, but what you got to do is not give all, Don't not give your attention to that. Don't let that consume you. Don't let that worry you. Don't let that take you up. But, somebody say but again. But seek first. And we understand that seek first is not make God's kingdom number one. No, it means to make the pursuit of the kingdom of God and his righteousness the only one. Amen? The only thing that you or I need to do. And God obligates himself based on this principle that, listen, you, you, you do that, all those concerns you've got taking place in your life, Will be, will be taken care of. They will be added to you. Are you hearing me? You will see them miraculously. Somebody say miraculously. Amen? Because it is a miracle and it will be a miracle be taken care of. You'll see things miraculously become resolved. Amen? If you're looking into darkness, some people know you're only going to see darkness. But when you, into the, when you look into the light, the light of revelation, you're going to see things different, understand things different, and be able to, to walk and live Different. So he says, so he's calling the people of God when Jesus came, John, John the Baptist came, they said, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He says, You've got to, ha- you've got to have a mindset now to do a 180. Amen. You, you lived your life, amen, in, according to how the world nurtured you, raised you to be concerned and, and overtaken. You'll be surprised how many, but now I want you to do a 180, have a change of mindset, I want a change of attitude, and, and do it this way now. You'll be surprised how many people haven't done a 180 they went one step further and they done a 360. They went all the way around amen they, they went to the 180 got saved got born again and, and, they, and but kept turning and now there's the, the, now they're carrying the Jesus badge the faith sticker and they're still so concerned about the things of life they're not pursuing or trying to understand or comprehend what is the kingdom of God and his righteousness so much so now that even in Christendom yeah, yeah, that they're, that they're even preaching a prosperity gospel, which, 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 where the content of, where the content of it is, is this that you can pursue God to be wealthy. Now you hear me? So they're playing now, and it speaks about this in Second Timothy three, three, five, but we're not going to go this day. How how we're playing now? Where, where 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 people are still concerned about things they're not supposed to be concerned about and, and, and they, they got saved but they're still concerned they're still allowing these trials and these worries to overtake their life and not giving attention to seeking first the kingdom of God somebody says, seek first seek seek first that is what the, the word of God what what the, what does it mean to, to 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 seek first when it says seek first it means to to concentrate it means to give your attention it, mean, it, means to, 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 it means to go after. It means to pursue. It means to give your diligent uh, attention. Somebody said diligent attention. Your diligent dedication. Seek first means to be preoccupied. This thing needs to take you over. This thing, the, 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 everything needs to change, and you need to be seeking first what? The kingdom of God and His what? Righteousness—it means you need to search. It means you—you—you—you you, 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 you need. It means you and I—we need to be trying our best to comprehend and to understand exactly what it is we're supposed to be seeking first. What is the kingdom of God and His righteousness? Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord! I said, "Are you hearing me?" Amen. Now, it's fun. You got to understand that the kingdom—this thing—is only for disciples. Followers, somebody say, I'm a follower. You understand that when we come to Christ, there has to be, we have to start following. We have to start following. Jesus says, He it says, it says He uh, uh, um, it, it says, 'You've got to deny yourself and follow after me. Follow me. Pick up your cross. Deny what you need to deny, reject what needs to be rejected, and follow me.' Bible goes on to say, no man having put their hands to the plow and then wants to take it back now because it becomes unfit. It ain't going to work. Are you, are you hearing me? When, when one, one man came, when some, some disciples came, he said, I need to go a, a, and do this and I need to go and do that. And I need to go and, and bury this. I've got someone to bury. I've got, I've got some uh, responsibilities to take care of. What did Jesus tell that person? He said, let the dead do what? Let the dead bury the dead. Let me tell you something. What, let the dead bury the dead. He's saying, listen, there's some things in, in, in your lives that, that, that are dead. They're not going to bring life to. There's some concerns and there's some trials and tribulations that you've been through. Things have happened in your life or things are trying to preoccupy your attention and draw you away and keep you away from actually actuali- actualizing uh, who God has called you to be and what, and what you're able to do by his grace. That's why he said, let the dead bury the dead because I don't even know when something's dead is dead. Watch out for dead things because dead things cannot, can, cannot procreate. Dead things cannot bring forth life. Are, are you hearing me? Dead things will only want to keep you dead. When something's dead, when something ain't happening. Come on, somebody, it's dead. He says, let's let the, how many of you know we've got some dead things? Some of us, we, we, we've got, there's some things that we are preoccupied with that are dead. They're not going to bring, they're not going to bring any benefit to you or anybody. Some of us got, got some dead friends. That, that, come on, somebody, Dead company. Dead concerns, things that, that things that, that Jesus listen, recognize, may God give you and I discernment of the dead things in our lives, things that we 've been chasing, things that have, that have taken up our heart and our mind, sometimes you're going to recognize, listen, this is dead, me playing with this dead thing is not going to change anything. come on somebody are you are you hearing me it's dead, somebody says dead, dead. Bible says, reckon yourself dead to sin, reckon yourself dead. To Got to, when it says reckon, that word means calculate, tabulate. Any accountants in here? Okay, no. Anyone in here who likes to count money? Yes. That's what it means. Reckon it, count. Amen. You've got to, you've got to compute within yourself. Amen. That, 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 that this area of my life is now dead. And the Bible says, make yourself alive. Alive to what? Alive to God. Alive to the call of God. Alive to the purpose of God. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm getting excited in this place. Alive to God. Alive to the, to the, to the, to the, to the things of God. Don't, be, don't allow troubles and tribulations to, to distract, because that's what they are. Remember last week, we, how, we, how Pharaoh tried to keep the Hebrews away from going after God. And, and that yard man, uh, Moses, <laughs> yard man Moses told Pharaoh, listen man. Everything's coming over to God. We're not leaving anything behind. And, and, he, and, he, and he put on his Yarmulke and he said, "Not a hoof, ain't nothing staying in Egypt. I'm bringing everything out." Somebody said, "Not a hoof." Rastafari Anyway. That's, that's right, one love. He said, "Not a hoof. Everything, Amen. I, I, I'm not, I'm, we're not going to allow anything to stay behind. Everything's got to be committed to, to the purpose of God for my life." That's a good place to say, Amen. I said that's a good place to say, Amen. And that's how Second Corinthians chapter four verse four says that the God of this world veils the minds of those who do not believe least the gospel, Amen. Illuminate them, make them alive. You see, it's the It's the enemy's plan. Just like it was Pharaoh's to keep you and I away, uh, uh, keep you, to keep you away from God's purpose, from re- realizing, meeting, engaging, and living the eternal life, experiencing the eternal life. And then somebody, some people get eternal life, then it's his plan. Okay, you've got eternal life, but I want you to keep living under the same principle and concerns that you lived with when you were in the world. And God says, no, things are going to change. This has to be your priority now. Seeking first, understanding, comprehending. Come and get into grips, overstanding what is the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then pursue that diligently. Be preoccupied. This has got to be, listen, if you you and I want things taken care of over here, God says, I've given you the remedy for your trial. I've given you the solution for your trouble. Come on, somebody. I've given you the Jehovah Rapha for your disease. Are you hearing me? I've given you, I've given you the principle which will cause the thing in your life that is dysfunctional to become functional. Come on, somebody. I, I, I've, I've given you the solution, the remedy, the strategy. It's called seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I know many times all oh, we've heard that scripture used for is to, is, 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 to, is to get some money out of us. Amen. I've used it a thousand times. <laughs> I wish back then I looked at it a bit deeper, Amen. But Amen. But as long as you're still breathing, how many even know it's not too late? Amen. Listen, God could come late in the midnight hour of your life, in the twilight of your years. The Bible says that your latter, come on somebody, Amen, will be greater than your former. Somebody said, God is not finished with me yet. God ain't finished with you yet, man. God, listen, you're still going to never chapter. But you see, the thing is right, many of us have taken it upon ourselves to write our own book. To, write, to scribe, to offer your own life. But the Bible says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. Come on, somebody, of your life. Many of us, we make all these decisions and we make all these choices and, and we, 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 don't, we don't even check in with God. But the Bible says, trust in the Lord. With all trust, faith in the Lord, with all your heart. In other words, put it before God and he will direct your path. In other words, not direct doesn't just mean point direction. He will empower the direction that you need to go with. God don't just point the way and tell you to go the way. No, he goes with you. Are you hearing me? But you see, when you write your own book and stuff like that, really what you're doing, you're not following you're not listening. You, 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 you're not, you know, somebody said, I've got to be a disciple. How many people need that some stuff added to them? Some concerns and some breakthroughs and some salvation and some healing, whether it's for you personally or for somebody. Something needs to happen in my life, so help me God. Are you hearing me? Well, God says, This is my strategy. Let me say, listen, all throughout, all throughout the Bible, it talks about how to operate. you might be a long word. How to flex as a child of God. Amen. If one thing God's given you is eternal life. And eternal life is for when? It's for now. It's, it's, how, it's how you've got to live. It's how you transact. Eternal life, it means, listen, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. Help me, help me. That's right. Somebody reads their Bible. Somebody's awake. Somebody's listening to me. And have it abundantly. I mean, no, oh, this when we sing that song, this is the life I now live. I live by faith. Come on, John, help me out. Oh, 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 oh. I, I, that's part, that part's not in the Bible, but we just, yeah. The Bible says don't add nothing to the word. <laughs> we live by what? The Bible says the just shall live by Hebrews 11 says, it is impossible, impossible to please God. For whoever comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently, seriously, who are preoccupied, amen, with seeking him. The reward only comes by what? And faith. Remember, that, listen, And faith isn't just saying I believe. Faith is that, this is faith in action. Responding. Faith looks like, like, like this. Whoever hears these words of mine, Matthew 7, 24, whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Oh, you didn't hear me. Whoever hears these words of mine and assimilates them and appropriates them to their life. You didn't hear me. That's what faith looks like. You hear God. You get a conviction in your heart. You respond. That's faith. Faith in blah, 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 blah. blah. Just saying you got faith. Too many people just stick faith sticker on their car, amen, that we have this, the Bible calls it that we could have this form of godliness. You see, for many Christianity, it's not a lifestyle. There's nothing animated about it. There's nothing alive about it. To live by faith means that there's there's something alive, living. The Bible says in him we live, we move, we breathe, and we have our being, it's just not a stance, it's just not, it's just not so you don't become an idea, you don't come take some shape and a statue and look nice and pretty and dress up on a Sunday talking about you're going to church and yet you're still living with a whole heap of concerns and worries that are plaguing you. You see, when you live by faith, and the Bible says these things should be added to you, that means you are you are connected to Christ. You are connected to God. You share your heart. You are in dialogue, not a monologue. You're in a dialogue. You're communicating with God, and God is communicating with you, and you're hearing, and you're sensing, and you should be distinct and different from everybody else in the world, different from your neighbor, different from your brother, your sister, different from your household, different from the people on your job, so much so that when you are in the same boat as them in life, and you are rowing in the boat called Mediocre, that when you're ready and God you hear God speak to you you're able to step out of the boat that everybody's rowing and people are going boy you're going to drown you know what you're doing you better sit back down before you fall over the edge but you've got to be ready to hear God in your life and be able to step out of that boat it's because you're living and walking by faith, you're hearing God and you begin to walk on water. What does that mean by walking? You begin people looking at you. Why are you sinking? Oh, come on, somebody. Why you beg, and then they start hating on you. That's the dead people. You better get back in this boat, start distracting you. The storm comes. Are you hearing me? To sink you. That's what it means to walk to walk by faith. You're hearing God, you're you're sensing God. God says, step out here. God says, speak this here. God says, believe this here. You've got to have an attitude, a bold, tenacious, violent attitude. Are you hearing me? Take it, it's all good for me. Amen. Praise praise the Lord. You see, but to hear, again, it takes following. Does anybody know that the. Has everybody heard about the disciples' prayer? Who knows the disciples' prayer? Who knows the Lord's prayer? There ain't no Lord's prayer. The disciples said to Jesus, teach us how to pray. Matthew Matthew 6, 9 9 to 13. But when you read through the prayer, there's a part, it makes you think, oh, that's how Jesus prayed. I don't even know, maybe some parts of that Jesus prayed, but he didn't pray all that prayer. That is the, that's the disciples' prayer. The disciples' asked, teach us how to pray. Jesus, knowing the disciples, knowing what you are like, said, you need to pray like this. I do not even know he put something in there that he would never pray. Forgive us our sins and our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Jesus never sinned. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah? That prayer there is for disciples, people who are ready to follow. People who are ready to sense what God is doing in their lives. Are you hearing me? And when you line it up, when you line it up with seeking, and let me tell you something. The prayer even matches and lines up with seek you first the kingdom of God. And because of time, there's going to be a little series. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let's, let's, let's stick with the kingdom because we ain't got no concerns now with the kingdom. What does the kingdom speak to us? The kingdom speaks about a king. Authority. Uh, 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 influence. Power. And if there's a king and Jesus is known as the king of what? Kings. Is there royalty in the house? Are there princes and princesses in the house? Are there some people that are endued with, with, with amen, you're, 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 you you people know you have a heritage. It's one of the things Paul prayed for in Ephesians 1, 18, 19, 20, and 21. He says, I, I pray, Lord, that you give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that you will wake them up, open their eyes, open their heart, that they will come to know the hope that you have towards them. Some people are just sitting there waiting for God to do something, not realizing God has already done what he's going to do. Paul's praying, I hope you wake up. To the hope, the hope, God, has, God looks at you, amen, with eyes of faith. Hope, I'm hoping you snap out of this slumber you're in. I'm hoping, you may be awake over there, but you could be sleeping over here. There could be an area of your life where you're sleeping, God, I hope you wake up. That you will come to know the power, come on somebody say, power. That I think towards you. And words that's directed at your life. That is available to you now. And that you will come to understand the riches of the inheritance that you have as a saint. God is hoping. Saints, apostles are praying that the people of God understand and comprehend who they are. When Jesus taught them, taught the, taught them the disciples' prayer. He says, this is how you got to pray. When it comes to the kingdom, he says, our father. Who are in heaven. So here again, he's hitting on the kingdom of God. First, you and I got to understand his identity. Who he is to you and who you are to him. All throughout the Bible says, now you are a new creation. Somebody say, I'm new. You're a new creation. You have to rid violently, reject, kick out. The Bible says, you know what? Weapons of our warfare, not carnal, but they're mighty, and God, for the pulling down of strongholds, amen, taking every thought every, every captive. Oh, hallelujah. And making it obedient. There's things that you may think. There, there are paradigms, there are mindsets, there are mentalities that you could have about yourselves or that could be projected towards you. But you've got to take that captive and say, I'm a new creation. That's not me. You're not allowed a negative thought about yourself. You are not allowed... Listen, th- didn't I say you've got to be diligent? Doesn't the Word of God say that? You've got to be preoccupied. These are the things that you've got to be at war with. When something tells you you can't, you've got to say, I can. And I will. When something tells you you, 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 you you can't win. That what you're going through or what you're facing... You've got to be able to quote scripture and say, you know what? I'm giving you First John chapter 5, verse 4. Bible says, whatever is born... Birthed, initiated of God is born to overcome our faith. Are you hearing me? You're born to overcome the world. I mean, know oh, the world, we said the earlier one, the world's in trouble. There's evil in this world. The world needs help. Evil is perpetrated against our generation and against our very selves, our very communities, our very homes, our very households, our very children, our very friends and family. Our very city, how is God gonna deal with it through you and me? Mostly through you. Somebody say amen. Come on, you should be used to, right there. You should be saying amen. But but, but I feel like there's some the conde- Bible says that now there's no condemnation. But when God said, when God, when God says that, listen. If I say by the grace of God that, 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 that you're, you are God's solution, you are God's answer, somebody should be saying amen. amen. Somebody says, fact. how many people have been looking for the answer? I want an answer. How many know when you start realizing, you know what, I'm part of the answer. I'm part of the solution. You should be able to breathe a sigh of relief. I say, I ain't got to look no further. I ain't got to worry now. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. So part of seeking the, the kingdom of God is to understand and Jesus taught him in the prayers that your identity, who you are. All throughout the Bible, the Bible also says that you are a, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, called to declare the praises of him who called us. Somebody say I'm royalty. So we're under a king. He's the king of kings. It means there's. there's when, when, kingdom also means that, 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 that God wants to have a sphere of influence in this world to bring change and transformation through us. And we spoke about it last week. I'm not going to go into it too, too tough. And we, we spoke how God moves. God does it via colonization. Amen. He sends his delegation, he sends the Holy Ghost, his apostles. Amen. The fivefold ministry. And the Holy Ghost, the kingdom of God, to our lives, to our hearts. And Jesus says, the kingdom of God is inside you. And people go, what does he mean, the kingdom of God, kingdom of God? He said, listen, the kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It's small. But if you cultivate it, and you nurture the divine potential inside of you, it's going to grow and it be one of the biggest trees ever. And even the birds of the year will come and make their nest in it. He's talking about influence. Influence. Your life will be influenced by the things of God. You will influence the nations and the generations. Are you hearing me? You, how you walk, how you, talk, how you allow God to grow. That's why he says. Seek first the kingdom of God. Amen? That's power and authority. We see that all throughout scriptures. Jesus said, listen, I give you all power. That's kingdom of God. So this is just an introduction which we're really trying to uh, to, to, to stir and and, and to quicken. And wake us up to who we are. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The kingdom of God is all about actualizing yourself. You know, many, 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 for many years in Christianity, many people could, could just be waiting for something to happen, something to take place outside of them. But the really and truly, the kingdom of God is about actualizing ourselves. You and I coming to pass. You and I growing up. You and I maturing. You, 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 listen, when you look in the mirror, man, when Clark Kent or Peter Parker, amen. When them guys looked in the mirror, do them guys and see themselves in their, in, their, in their civilian outfits? You think them guys look in the mirror and see themselves as weak and wimpy? Hmm? They know what's down on the inside. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? You, they know that anytime they, they, they... He just needs to go into a, a telephone box and, and Superman just steps out. And I don't know how Peter Parker does it. They never show you that in the comics or the movies, or you see some bag of clothes wrapped up in netting, hanging from somewhere. But, are, are you hearing me? But them guys know who they are. They may walk around like traditional civilians. But when the call comes, are you hearing me? When the need arises, Amen. When, 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 when the world, when the life begins to ask and challenge them, they know how to answer. It ain't no, it, it ain't, that's just fiction. But it is a reality for you and me. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. It is a reality for you and me. Oh, jeez. You don't see, jeez. There is anointing upon you. That just needs to be nurtured. There is a grace to your lives. Come on, somebody. Amen. That just needs to be facilitated. Why do you think God told you, man, Said, don't worry about all the evil and all the troubles and all the stress and the, tra- and the strain and the trials and the tribulations. You're the answer to it. If you seek first the kingdom, if you go in diligent pursuit and try to understand more and more who you are, where you fit, where you identify in this great, Plan of emancipation. Everyone's Christians, religious Christians. No, no, know, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. How many people want to be set free and liberated? But ain't it funny that just like people in the world that they, they just pull out what they want to pull out? Before it says that, it says, if you are my disciples, yeah, then you will keep or you will just John, John chapter 8, I believe it is. 29, 30, and 31. Says, if you are my disciples indeed, then you will. You, you would abide or you will hold to my truth, to my word. I want you to hold somebody. Come on, just hold somebody. If, there, if there's an enemy, don't worry. God says, love your enemies. Yeah? And it says, I, 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 and, and, and if you hold to my truth. Hold it. Then it goes on to say, and then you will know the truth. And the truth will do what? If you hold, them, come on, squeeze the hand. See, see, if you're not squeezing something and holding something, yeah, and abide and sticking with it. Come on, can you, can you just do a little tug of war, but don't let go. Yeah? No, seriously, listen, this, this is homework. This is homework. If something is going on in your life, find the word of God. Listen, God has blessed your life. Find the word of God that fits with that area of your life. Hold it. And then when the devil comes to do what? He, he wants to tug a war with you. He wants to distract you. He wants to deplete you. He wants to, he, 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 he wants to depress you. He wants you to do what? Let go. And if you let go, you know what happens? You don't see the realization, the manifestation of it. But Jesus said if you hold it. Yeah, and you stick with it, and you keep speaking it, and you keep praying it, irrespective of how, what it looks like, that truth will do what? Set you free. What does set free mean? It means to liberate. Amen. It, it, how many people, how many, it says you'll know the truth. You'll experience it. See, too many of Christendom just talk the truth. We sing the truth. But we're struggling to live the truth. Come on, somebody say amen. You see, the world is waiting for a turn in the body of Christ. For people to start following Jesus. Following. Following. Hearing personally what he says to you. Writing it down. That's why. That's why I'm going to say is when, when we come to church, we should come with pen and paper. We generally come to church like we're going to watch a movie. Can I go there? I'm stepping on my own foot. Right now, I'm stepping on my neck. Allah. Right. How can we come to church and be hearing the word of God? Yeah, and we got a little popcorn alongside of us. Checking. Tottenham football scores, John. Oh sorry. sorry. Taking that iPad, pretending like you're looking at scriptures. Come on somebody. Checking Facebook. And then got the cheek after church to run 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 up to the pastor or whoever preaches a powerful word, powerful word. Like they're there to entertain you. Amen. Because that's how, that's how we've been conditioned. I mean, if we don't feel moved, or that guy, or that preacher, or whoever's preaching, don't, don't spit hard enough or shout hard enough, it was dead. You know, the Bible says that you have an anointing from the Holy One. You don't need no one to teach. That means right, right there in your seat, you're supposed to be able to hear God yourself. No matter how much the atmosphere, in, because you, you are so set. To get something. Bible says those are hunger and thirst. But too many people come in the church with full belly. We've gorged ourselves on the world and entertainment. And we brought the same philosophy, ideology, mindset into the house of God. When we sit down. and re- I'm, I'm not even going to say when. Because the F we sit down at home with our Bibles. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's, okay, he's walking out, man. Okay, then, praise the Lord. Amen. You can run, you can't hide. <laughs> oh, he's coming back now. Holy Ghost conviction. Are you hearing me, though? This is making sense. Listen, the Bible tells us that, listen, none of us can be able to turn around and blame God. The Bible tells you that God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man and, and say and that he should repent. Bible says no one's going to be a to turn and say, God, boy, it, you let me down. Bible says God will not be mocked. Will not be mocked. It's going to be impossible to say anything. But how many times have we, have we done it? How many times have we said it? Well, I thought God was going to come through and I thought God. Wasn't. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody says, Seek for us the kingdom of God. I said prior that there's an expectation of, on you to, to, to show up. You and I need to show up. Show up. Show up and then what? What do we say? Show out. <laughs> Remember back in, back in the day, I like to say it's back in the day, when some of us used to go to um, dress up because of that rave. Don't let me start now anyway. Let me just <laughs> go to that place, man, you, you dress up. Make sure you're spangling, look good, trash ready. some of you traffic stopping. And you don't want to look, you, you don't just want to look good, you don't just want to show up and look good, you want to show out, put down some moves, yeah? Make sure you're the star of the show, yeah? Somebody say, ouch. Tell your neighbor he's talking about you. <laughs> yeah, show up, man. You get a new style, you, people gotta see it. And you know, when you get your new style on, you ain't happy until it's in public. You didn't stay at home and look good. <laughs> you had to go on the street and show it. That's right that was your desire what was good about you you wanted to show you wanted to demonstrate it amen because if ever people didn't notice it mm. praise the Lord actualization God wants you and I to show up and show out last week we hit on um, about don't miss yourself the Apostle Paul, I'm going to finish here on, 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 on this point here. So you come on up, Shannon. But keep listening because this is for you too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Philippians 3 says this. Paul says, I, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. He says, um, again, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read from verse 13. It says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to yet to have taken hold of. Somebody say, tell your neighbor, you're not there yet. You're supposed to be pressing. But some Christians are so relaxed in their faith. I mean, we're just like, we even come to church after the praise and worship has started. We even, we don't even get here for prayer because we don't consider, we're not in pursuit of anything. Are you hearing me? And the reason I'm going here, I'm not going here for a joke, man. Because I'm telling you something, man. There's, there's something excellent about you. There's something great inside you. And I'm saying that because that's what God says. He has endowed you with, with, with you, the best you. I'm going to prove that with scripture in a minute. The best you is still inside of you. And the devil's trying to let troubles and worries and and life and stress and concerns weigh you down and keep you from actualizing yourself, preoccupying you. The best you that God, man, I'm not talking about in the word, he says, live the best, the best, living the best life. Listen, <laughs> if that's what it's about, <laughs> living the best. The people, say, people say, I give my life to Jesus. That's the only part of it. You're supposed to take his life and live that. See, a lot of people, remember we said that dead bury the dead and sometimes the, we fail to resurrect. The Bible goes and tells us that we have died with him. My past is in my past. But what about your present and your future? Now, who are you today? What are you striving? What am I striving? What are we striving for today? Is there a pressing? Is there a diligence? Is, it, is there this battle inside of you to be, to do, to become all? Is there this battle inside us to, 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 to stretch, to press, to forget what's behind, or what is gained, because you sense and you know that you're way, way. Things may be good, but there's better f- for you. I said there's so much better for you. Not because I'm understanding. This is not some 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 worldly worldly uh, motivation. I'm telling you what the Word of God says, and I'm going to show you in a minute you are so much better than what you may see in that mirror or what you may feel or what you may oh my gosh you are you are such an incredible person I'm telling you you're such an incredible person somebody said i mean i'm incredible i wish something you see that's that's the thing people don't speak by faith that's how some you praise the lord gotta say things with some conviction I am a incredible person. You know what? Stand to your feet. i don't to let you can sit down on this one. Come on. Come on. And say, in the name of Jesus, I am a incredible person. This is how incredible Paul, I'm going to feel you can stay standing there. Paul said, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenly, heavenly upwards. Verse 12, this is very important. says this, not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me. To take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. God saved you. God touched your life. And Paul wants to find out why. Why? Who am I? What did God see? What has God destined me to be, to do, to to accomplish? He lay hold of you, Paul. said, I want to know why, and I'm not going to allow anything to hold me back. know how much accolades, no, how much praise, no, how much plaudits, know how much good things come in my life. No, no more. I'm not going to allow haters or lovers. Come on, somebody to hold me back. I'm not going to allow wealth. Or I'm not going to either if I'm destitute. nice no, he says, listen, whatever I got, I'm willing to lose it, he said, to step out to experience what God has for me. Are you hearing me? Tell your, tell your neighbor, I'm, a, I'm an incredible person and I'm becoming more incredible. Amen. Romans 8 says this, for those he foreknew, he also predestined, somebody say, I'm predestined to be conformed he said, God is it God right now. Is shaping and forming you to the image of His Son. He's bringing out who you are. He's molding you and He's shaping you. He says, come on somebody, say amen. And Romans eight nineteen says this. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Your husband, your wife, your children, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, by the dozens, your aunts uncles nieces nephews friends enemies are waiting for you yeah but they saw me just no they're waiting for you they're waiting for the unfolding of you and then you're going to see things resolved and things added but they're waiting for you they don't realize they're waiting for you you see the world doesn't realize it's waiting for the church to rise up and be the church but they're waiting because you're the answer jesus says listen i didn't light you up to put you underneath a basket are you hearing me do you want more you should want more so that you can give more Say, i want to give more so that's why you say i want more that's why jesus says more blessed to give than to receive He's not looking for people that want want, want. but bless me bless me no 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 we want wants people to have an attitude of giving I'm a vessel. I'm a conduit. I'm more than a conduit. I'm the very expression of God to this to this nation and to this world. Are you hearing me? It's who you are. You're not some just channel. You're not just some channel like you know Then people that have a say on. Blah, blah, blah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, I want more. God, seek first the kingdom of God. And we've just looked touched on the kingdom of God and we're going to look at his righteousness in in, in the future, but somebody said, I want more. Will you commit your mind, your heart, your energy, your strength to to be in pursuit of, of the kingdom of God? Or will you allow the world, Pharaoh, to keep you stressed out, wasting time and actually wasting your time and energy by prioritizing the minor, Instead of focusing on the major thing that is needed in our lives. Somebody said, no, I want more. No matter how old you are, where you are today, we spend so much time doing it the world's way, the system's way. We've bought into it. The Bible says, do not love the world or the things of the world. In other words, do not buy in to the values or the principles or what the world may esteem. Find God's way and do it His way. It's time to trust God. Have you heard God today? Did God speak to you today? Are you going to use your faith? The Bible says some people got lost in the wilderness. They died in the wilderness because they did not mix the word with faith. They just walked about saying, "Powerful word, powerful word," <laughs> without without doing the homework. I mean, know you got homework. I've got homework. Somebody said, "I got homework. I got something to do." I tell your neighbour I didn't write it down this week. <laughs> but I'm going to listen to the podcast. Amen? And I'll be writing stuff down so that I remember it. Now, are you ready to pray? Lead us in that song. All right, go ahead and pray then. Don't wait for me. I've got my relationship with God. I pray to my God. You pray to your Father too. When you say, I want more, let it mean that you need to change, things are starting, do not allow yourself to be intimidated by, 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 by the trouble or what's ahead, don't be scared of the future, don't be scared of trouble, Jesus said I've overcome, I've overcome the trouble and serve you, God's about to fill you, I want to encourage you, if you're here today just begin to come to the altar, those of you who want more come to the altar, lift your hands and say come Lord I'm ready to grow, I'm ready to change I'm ready to step, I'm ready to take to take God the God in me, the kingdom of God in me, I'm ready to pursue you I'm ready to walk this out I'm ready to express this, I'm ready to live this, I'm ready to walk by faith, it's time for change it's time I became preoccupied it's the time, if I'm going to worry about something, let me worry about the kingdom of God, and the things of God, and who you've called me to be, and what you've called me to do. Come on, lift those hands. Suzette, I believe God's saying, come, 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 come to your earth. Lift those hands high. Lift that voice high. Lift our heart. Let God do a filling right now. Come on, there's an outpouring of the spirit of God. Come if you're here today, the Spirit of God is stirring and moving in this place. It's between you and God. Give God a hunger. Give God something to fill. God is looking for a humbleness, an emptiness. So He can fill. This isn't about a feel-good back to this is about walking in the power, the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Because a change is taking place right now. You are the sail that captures the wind and the spirit of God. The, the kingdom is in you. The kingdom is in you. Grow the kingdom. want more. We want more. We want more. We want more. It's time to let the dead bury the dead. It's time to let the dead bury the dead. There's some things you've got to stop giving your attention to. There's some things that are dead you've got to see that is dead. More of you, Jesus. you are the solution More of you less me More